the college football experience, Indiana Hoosiers season preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, everybody. Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience, Indiana Hoosiers season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Yep. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, he's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. That is you me. Drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Fistful right, of pesos, Patty. See, well, guess- I am the type of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline to piss in your campfire. <laughs> like, what, what's the problem with that? Why would I do that? Look, a fistful of pesos. That's what they need to give Tom One Allen because he's doing a great job. Give me the Dundee music. This is the Indiana Hoosiers. They're a basketball school, Patty C, but no. Tom Allen, just two years ago, has an eight and five season after having two five and seven seasons in his first two years. It was eight and five, and then last year, six and two, top 25 finish. Unbelievable what's going on. And when you consider what's coming back, yes. And I should note that they went six and two after they lost Michael Penix. Junior, their starting quarterback. So I feel like even that, they probably would beat Old Miss if they had Michael Penix Jr. But you add in what they return, they, they get Ty Freifogel, stud wide out, Stephen Carr, stud running back from USC transferring. Well, him and Samson James will split the backfield. They also got Peyton Hendershot, great tight end there, and they return all five offensive linemen. They just in general, Patty, see they're returning eight on the offense, nine on the defense. But when you consider Stephen Carr's experience, it's like returning nine on offense and nine on defense. Or, or yeah, solid 
on the uh, returning talent. Can we talk about the job that Tom Allen is doing in Bloomington, Indiana? We, if only their basketball team could find the equivalent of Tom Allen, <laughs> and maybe they did with Mike Woodson. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience because we have you covered talking Hoosier basketball year round. <laughs> but what do you make of this? This is this is kind of fantastic what's going on in Bloomington. Yeah, I mean, I would venture to say that this is the uh least losses in a two consecutive year period that Indiana's probably ever had. Granted, a lot of that's because the season was cut short last year. Still, but still. fourteen and seven over yeah. two years, not and that's bad. Losing a bowl game without your starting quarterback—that's true. If you're winning two thirds of your games, that's pretty elite company that you're keeping right there. Lot of room to be excited if you are a Hoosier fan. Who? Who? Hoosiers, Hoosiers baby. Um, no, well, Colby and I played basketball in the Hoosiers when we were eight years old together. So did we win a championship there. No, no we didn't. We didn't. Well, but we had a, 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 a special bond where I would steal the ball and pass it to Colby and Colby would hit a three. The, the college experience was created. Mm-hmm. We weren't losing by 96 points those days. That's right. That's right. Those were our, the, back in our prime when we were eight <laughs> years old. Uh, but we have Hoosiers in our heart forever for that reason. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, so let's get to it, man. Michael Penix was a stud last year. Yeah. First team, all conference uh, preseason quarterback. Probably. I don't know when the last time Indiana has been able to say that, but I would say, I mean, almost without a doubt, you know, he's, he's the Since Antoine Randall L, which probably wasn't all conference Trent <laughs> right. green, Trent green back in the day. I mean, the second team, all conference uh, quarterback is CJ Stroud, who hasn't taken a fucking snap. If I'm not mistaken at Ohio state. And then you got uh Tanner Morgan, who probably should be higher than that. Yes. He probably should. Seasons. He should probably be first probably be number one, <laughs> but Panic's getting the credit yeah, there. Panic's played great though. We don't want to take that away from him and uh, they, they'll have a chance to settle it on the field. Patty C. Um, uh, you gotta love him coming back healthy. This guy, dual threat, and and a real good co- quarterback. I'm excited to watch his progression as the, as you know he's a year younger, still a sophomore. Patty C. Wow, still Lots a sophomore. Of time to play. Um, when did he do his ACL? Was that? That was mid. I feel like like towards the end of the year, man. I don't. I I feel like like after the Ohio State. I feel like it was like the Maryland game. Yeah. Do we know what his uh, recovery status is just yet, or I don't. Assuming but I'm he's assuming he's ready to go. Yeah, because they're going to need him because they come out the gate playing a big one. Um, Stevie Scott is gone. Their stud running back. That guy was a beast. They're going to have to. Stephen Carr transfers in, but they also have Samson James. Let me talk to Samson, Patty C, because <laughs> this guy, uh, the, the the backfield should be good. I like that Stephen Carr pickup, and that's one thing I want to highlight. I know we got to talk Fry Fogel, uh, Ty Fryfogel and Peyton Hendershot being great key players that are back absolutely from a season ago, but they were very active in the transfer portal, getting Stephen Carr from USC, getting DJ Matthews, a wide receiver from Florida state. Also Cameron Buckley from Texas A and M those guys mix with Ty Freifogel, Peyton Hendershot, Miles Marshall, and even keep an eye on this kid, David Ellis. I think he's going to get some burn too. make this receiving core really good. Um, You know, I guess a lot of it's going to depend on the health of panics, but the transfer portal has been kind to, to, uh, to the Hoosiers. They've gone out and got, they brought in Jaron handy, a DN from Auburn. Um, I touched on car, I touched on Buckley, but Dylan McCullough uh, from Maryland coming in as a safety. Um, just going out there and really getting uh, s- some guys from Northern Illinois. They brought in Weston Kramer, the defensive tackle spot. There you go. That's um, how you do it these days. 
Yeah, Ole Miss. They're bringing in uh, Ryder Anderson, which is uh, going to highlight that D line that returns uh, a bunch. And which is a stout unit last year, yeah, nineteenth scoring defense in the country last year. It's the best they've done in a while. I'm telling you, they they were very active in the transfer portal, and I think there's plenty of room to be excited if you're a Hoosier fan. Um, def- they bring back their whole O line. I got to highlight that. You love when you doing. We're doing 130 teams. By the way, breaking down every single college football team on the college football experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. All right. Let's 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 create a buzz about this thing. But you always got to love when you're turning an O line. All right. The whole O line. That's that's massive. Last year they were 59th in scoring. Yeah. Uh, 114th rushing. That's got to get better. And you think it's going to get better with the likes of adding Stephen Carr and also returning your whole offensive line. Yeah. I mean, defensively or offensively has been a struggle. Last four years and their scoring offense ranking has been 78, 88, 42 a couple years ago, and then 59 last year in scoring Uh, offense. They're not lighting it up on offense. uh, Passing the ball, they were 43rd. Total offense, they were 94th. Gotta find a way. To, uh, look, I know Tom Allen's forte is defense. Their best year they had was with Kalen DeBauer, who's now at Fresno State. Um, it's a tough L. He hires young coaches. Um, uh, Kane Womack, who went to South Alabama, uh, is only 34 years old. He, he just got a head coaching position there. And Nick Sheridan, their offensive coordinator, only 33. So he keeps it young for whatever reason. Uh, maybe, maybe that's Tom Allen's style. He himself is 51. So he's not exactly an old man himself. That's a different type of football. Maybe he's smart enough to that, to know that they've pussified the game Yeah, and you got to find ways to be aggressive and push it downfield. Maybe, maybe they're not doing a very good job. Of it offensively. <laughs> uh, look, I think those numbers might be a bit jaded because when Penix went out, the offense suffered. All right. Yeah. Um, excited to see what this offense can bring this year. Now, defensively, you look at this unit, um, they bring back nine. And in a way, when you add in the transfers, you could say, well, bring back Ryder Anderson, who played at Ole Miss. You got four starters on the D line. Your linebacking core is re- returning two of three. Uh, Michael McFadden leads that unit, and then your secondary is back, right? Yeah. Uh, of all your, your, and that's going to be key because you're going to need that 19th best scoring defense in the country, 34th against the run, 75th against the pass. You got to figure that's got to improve. 43rd overall charting. Patty C. There's, uh, I, I think this team is real. I think you, if anyone's living in Indiana, aside from the Notre Dame making the playoffs every year on, uh, as a, as potentially a crock of shit, um, <laughs> I think you got to be a big fan of what, of what uh, they're doing with in Bloomington. Excuse me. Bless you. Um, also with, with ball state, don't want to, don't want to and Purdue, I guess, but I, this is kind of out of the, like, out of the blue. They had He's some done a good job. defensive uh, performances last year. I mean, uh, they got granted the level of competition about these teams that they normally would be is not where it was, but shutting out uh, Michigan state holding Wisconsin to six that Mel Tucker offense, man. Yeah. The Mel Tucker offense, uh, not, not coming around just yet, but held uh, a tongue of Iloa quarterback in Maryland to 11. Uh, so they were playing pretty good defense. They were. And Tom Allen does a great job. I even thought I told you this, the uh, Justin Fields in that Indiana game, I thought he found a great way. It, like he confused the hell out of him. I know his stats look all right. Yardage wise. I thought they did a great job on oh, Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, uh, Colby is concerned about Justin Fields' 
ability to handle pro defense is based on that performance. That and Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald. both those matchups to me. Yeah. There, I, I, I thought they drew comparisons to how they're gonna guard you in the NFL. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that Fields can't do that, but I think he's got to he's got to get over that. Right. He's got to get over that. Uh, it and, does put a little question mark right yeah, there. He's yeah. He's certainly got the tools to do it. I mean. Holding the number one offense in the country that put up 48 points on Alabama and Ole Miss, holding them to 26 in the bowl game. Yeah. That's fucking impressive. And they didn't have their quarterback. So they got to think they're probably punting a lot more than yeah, giving yeah. Ole Miss a bunch of chances. Um, let, let's get to this here. Vegas saying that number is eight. Now, Patty C, I'll be the first. Sorry, Indiana fans. I'm going to tell you what I, I thought last year. It's on record anyway. You can go back and listen and you can call me a fucking idiot for all I care. Um, <laughs> I thought last year, despite I think Tom Allen is moving this program in the right direction. Yeah. I thought they were the top 25 was giving Indiana more love than they deserved because I thought they were trying to prop up Ohio state, knowing that there was such a uh, last year was such a quirky season. Ohio state didn't have many resume. Yes. Building and I thought they were trying to do that. Cause I was like, man, Indiana's solid, but uh, come on, you know, like I, I just thought, well, everyone thought Ohio state preseason before all the COVID stuff happened. They were like your preseason national champion. And so, or, or on a short list for it. And so for Ohio state, not to have the opportunity to prove it, the, the powers that be that want to see the best teams quote, quote, playing in that game, they're going to do everything they can to, you know, help prop them up. Yeah. And, well, and then look, I mean, Penn state had a losing record. They beat Penn state on a, on a very controversial call. I was okay with that call, but yeah, it was close. Uh, they beat Rutgers losing record, Michigan, losing record, Michigan state, losing record. They lose to Ohio state. They beat Maryland losing record. And they beat, I believe like a 500 Wisconsin team. So it's like, where are the wins against good opponents to me? Right. Uh, you know, so when you tell me eight wins is the, is the over under here Yeah. as much as I say, I, I see Michael Penix and hopefully he's back and healthy and hopefully I'm wrong. Cause I want to see Indiana succeed. Yeah. Blindly. I'm going to take the under. Yeah. I think, I mean, based on uh, their history, that's, that's a, a smart move. They've only won eight games. I mean, the last time that they won eight games prior to Tom Allen doing it two years ago, was I'm trying to look down the list and find this was 1988. Okay. So uh, it's been a while. No, 1993. Sorry. I looked at that incorrectly. So this eight wins is very hard to get to in Indiana. And it took some stars aligning last year with Michigan being down, Penn state being down uh, catching. I mean, even, I guess Wisconsin was kind of down. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, I just think, uh, you know, when you, when you look at it, I know that. And I also think that with the full schedule, this was a, you, they didn't, they got to go play some tough games. They're drawing some tougher teams in my opinion than, than last season. So um, yeah, I don't know. I just blindly, I'm going to say that, but the non-conference slate isn't impossible. They, is. they have two sets of back-to-back away games, Patty C. They, and they gave them that because of playing at Western Kentucky. Yeah. We'll touch more on that in a second. We're going to go game by game here. But blindly, you would say under two, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, let's let's go through it, man. Let's get to the facts here and and try to project what we think. I guess those aren't facts, but you know what I mean. The guess here on what we think at Iowa Week One. Iowa had a great year and really turned it on late. The, their biggest problems were the first two weeks, I believe. Iowa in Kinnick Stadium. I am not gonna say Indiana wins this. Yeah. Tough uh, cross division draw here, but I, 
guess that uh, Big Ten West is pretty stout across the board for the most part. So, but no matter who I mean, getting- in Kinnick, Iowa was six and two a season ago, and their two losses were in the first two weeks by four and by one. Yeah, 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 and they they had some nice wins. They beat. Uh, Michigan State by forty-two, Minnesota by twenty-eight, Wisconsin by twenty-one. Yeah, g- gun to my head here, Iowa returns a ton. Kirk Ferentz, I, I look. Tom Allen's doing a great job, but I trust Kirk Ferentz yeah. in Iowa, in Iowa City, big time. I'm on the I'm on the Hawkeyes there. Yep. If I had to set a line, I'd say Hawkeyes minus you know five or something like that. Um, so I, I have Indiana zero and one out the gate, but this is must-watch TV, and I kudos to the Big Ten. For these games are unbelievably g- impactful. Right Penn State plays at Wisconsin week one. Yeah. Iowa plays or in, Indiana plays at Iowa. And I believe uh, Michigan state Northwestern play and, and Ohio state at Minnesota. That's true for as much fun as a big time bowl environment, uh, you know, non-conference showdown to open the season, having a massive, you know, in conference game. Yeah. I mean, this is must watch TV to me. Yeah. I can tell you here in the studio, we're going to have those three TVs. This is going to be on one of the screens. Absolutely. Any yeah. conference game that yeah. has implications should be on Uh week two. They host the vandals in Bloomington. Idaho is now an FCS team. Uh, that's a win. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to roll the vandals. Great, great name though with the vandals yeah. Um, uh, week three. Now this is where it gets very interesting to me. This is a big game for the over here. This is must watch TV. And if I think if, yeah, I think if they lose this, watch out, they play at home to Cincinnati and Luke fickles bunch. And I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah. These are two. I mean, I would quite frankly favor Cincinnati. I would as a too. Better team. I would too, but not by much because and they in Bloomington, they play it like an ugly brand of ball in a way they kind of yeah. made. So I expect this to be a very close game. What a play here, a play there. It's Indiana not a long, long trip for Cincinnati. So there's a little local flavor here. It should be a fun one. And, and, and no more uh, Marcus Freeman at, at, uh, at Cincinnati. So that's going to be very yeah. interesting to watch. This See is their first real test. Out. Yeah. Um, sign me up. But I think gun to my head, I'm taking Cincinnati. I agree with you. So I got them one and two, then they're at Western Kentucky. And, and this is one, like I said, Traditionally, you think that come on, it's Western Kentucky, right? These, I just feel like it's a dangerous. I, I, I believe they played not that long ago. I'm trying to quickly pull up the uh, the last time they played. I believe it might have been 18. Let me pull this up really quick. Um, Kentucky. No, it wasn't 18. Maybe it was 17. Maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> Patty C. Um, they. Uh, I, I just think what, it's a that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous game. Maybe it was last year and it got canceled that I'm thinking of. Who's uh who's running the uh ship at Western Kentucky? Uh Clay Helton's brother. That's right. And I, I he brought in basically all of Houston Baptist's offense, which I'm actually kind of bullish on. Keep an eye on the name Bailey Zapp at quarterback. This kid can fire it all around the fucking okay. field. Look, I'm gonna give this to Indiana, you but, give it, but you why? unnecessarily yeah. Gave yourself back-to-back away games, no. and and you went on the road against uh, a, a a local team that is probably highly invested in upsetting you. It's a dangerous game. I'm yeah. going to say that it's a dangerous game. I expect Indiana to win it, but tread lightly. Yeah, why go on the road for this? Tread one? lightly. So two and two, they're at Penn State. This is a guarantee. All right, I want you to circle this. Yeah, I am going to guarantee you Penn, Penn State. State wins this game. I am right there with you. 
after last season and that call. And I know Franklin's uh, talked about how he didn't like that call, but I thought the call was actually accurate. Uh, it was, it could have been called either. Yeah. Way. That's what I'm saying. You got to stick to what's called on the field. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. 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 Um, but this was uh Penn state in the middle of a, a very tough part of their schedule. Five, tons of opt outs right before the season, Yeah, five yeah. straight losses to start the season before they finally figured it out. And this was the first of them. And they still, Indiana still, probably there's no lost. way Indiana's winning this game. I don't think. Yeah, no, no, no. Penn State's gonna win. So I got them two and three. They get a much needed bye week before bringing in Mel Tucker to Bloomington. I think they'll get this. I, I do too. Yeah, three and three. Then they bring in Ohio State, who will roll them. Yes. So I got Ohio State winning that. Although if they were able to keep it as close as they were able to last year, why not? Yeah, why not? And, and that was in Columbus, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Ohio State's been na- known to lay some uh, eggs some lemons, on the road. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe this would be an amazing win for Indiana. If they I think, you, well, I think you need to circle this one if you're an Indiana fan because this. You want to talk about hitting your over? Yeah. I mean, if you can steal this or Penn State, yeah, win the games yeah. you're supposed to win, obviously. But then, if you can, if you could steal Ohio State at home, I mean, that would be a program program shifting uh, win. I think. I mean, just because it. Yeah. Makes people believe. Uh, people are already saying, "Oh, we're becoming a football school." I think that's a little premature, but well, they're three and four now because they lose this, and then they're at Maryland, which I think they'll win because Mike's Mike Loxley probably can't coach himself out of a paper bag, right? <laughs> um, then the following week, this uh, is the, I, you're, you're taking Maryland. What are, they, are you what, really taking fucking Maryland? Did they play each other last year? Yes, uh, they beat them twenty-seven to eleven. Twenty-seven to eleven with okay. their backup quarterback. This one's in Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you still got to take Indiana. Yeah, here. so four and four. Yeah, but then they get the back-to-back away game going to Ann Arbor. That's a loss. That should be a loss, but gosh, it's back-to-back away. I trust Michigan, the statistics. Yeah, Michigan, you got to figure has figured something out. But God, they were terrible last year. Two and four. Their only win, one of their only. And they beat wins them by was, seventeen. Indiana beat Michigan by seventeen. But yeah, I, 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 I refuse to believe on a back-to-back away though. Michigan had to go to triple overtime to beat Rutgers last year. This was how did they get so bad under Harbaugh? Who knows? But I, I don't think it's at all a guarantee that Michigan wins. This sure, year. but I just I I do tend to side with the statistics. Yeah, I agree. Give me Michigan. That puts them at uh, what? I'm sorry. That's that's what I have them losing to Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Cincinnati, and Iowa. Right, it's yeah. four and five. Right. Yep. They're home to Rutgers. Watch out for this one because I think Rutgers by November might be playing a lot better ball. I'm going to give it to Indiana, but yeah. I still would not be surprised. This was a dog fight. Five and five. Five and five. Home to Minnesota. We're going to. We told. We just highlighted this in the beginning. Tanner Morgan against the likes of Michael Penix. I got an upset brewing here. Give me the Golden Gophers in Bloomington. Hmm. I'll put it like this. They're going to lose one of these final two games. The last time they played Purdue, because last year got canceled, it was a double overtime game in 19, I believe. But I think Indiana actually got the win. Yeah. Uh, double overtime, 44 41. We were looking at this. This is a great rivalry. Um, Purdue, Indiana. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Northwestern Illinois. I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, but I want to say they're only separated by one game in like the 110 year history of their rivalry. Um, so bear with me. You have them winning both. Um, I think they probably lose one of those. Yeah. I think they go one and one there. Yeah. Uh, which then would put me at, I mean, they could lose both of those. So we tell you the truth. They actually could have a horrible season. Yeah. As much as I love the returning talent and I think they're primed to be a good team again, they don't let you 
Don't let you lose that Western Kentucky game and you start out one and four. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- this is, it could be snowball effect from there, but I, I think Tom Allen's got this bunch believing. And I think at the end of the day, seven and five and six and six is going to get them to a bowl. And you should be happy with that. Uh, considering Penix is a sophomore, you have him back for a, a junior season and perhaps, you know, stuff can happen there. I mean, Hendershot's only a junior as well. Actually, I was looking at the wrong one. Uh, Purdue has dominated this rivalry. Old Oak and bucket 74 to 42 all time. Mm. So Indiana, hopefully getting it together. I mean, winners of five of the last seven, Indiana. So. I'll say this though. If they beat Cincinnati week three, they could have a great year. That is a pivotal game because then I'm thinking they could probably beat Michigan on, on November 6th, but I just think back to back away, get them on the under, give me the under on the Hoosiers. What do you hard, think? Pretty yeah. hard on the, yeah, under. I feel pretty, I prove this, this is, I think they're still pretty good about like, a lock here. Their it's ceilings like eight, you know? Yeah. Best case scenario, eight and four. So I think, I mean, you let them beat Iowa week one though. Maybe you start thinking That's maybe, they, I know, though. I know you don't go into to Iowa city a lot of times and get it. You don't win at yeah. Penn state on the back half of a, a back-to-back road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Michigan, you don't beat Ohio <laughs> yeah. state period. Yeah. You know, both ba- the second half of their back and back away games at Penn state at Michigan. That's yeah. not kind. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Eight and four ceiling uh, smash the under. And I mean, I just quickly pull up Ohio state. Guess what? They don't have back-to-back away games. Petty C. Yeah. Fancy that. Indiana has two sets. Yeah. Interesting um, how that works out. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, look, I, we're both on the under. I don't know what else to say. I think Tom Allen's still going to get them to a bowl. You agree with that? There'll be a bowl team. Uh, yes. Well, I will. Let me say this. Well, maybe one of the reasons why, uh, they have back-to-back roads is because they're scheduling Western Kentucky out of That's conference true. on the road and Ohio state's all of their uh, non-conference games are at home. So scheduling advantage by being good there, everyone is willing to come to you. Indiana meantime has to go to Western Kentucky. guess it's a building process, but still unfortunate tricky game though. Yeah. I'm telling you it's a tricky game. Um, all right, guys. Uh, if you're, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 teams. Yes. We will have a podcast on Western Kentucky, Penn state already have Cincinnati out there. Already have the uh, fighting a lion eye out there. Check those out. Tell a friend we got you covered. Already have the Iowa Hawkeyes out there. So get get in line, man. Tell a friend. We also already just released our our Big Ten offseason check in on the college basketball experience feed. Go check that out as we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. You got you got no excuses. Subscribe to both. We got you covered. Uh, me, Patty C here and NC Nick, who's, who's not in the, in, in the studio at the moment, but we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for four years. We've never had a losing season individually each season. We've been having a winning record against the spread, picking every fucking division in one football game. and basketball. Yes. And we're way over 500 on our locks. You know why it is guys? Cause we do this every freaking week. Yeah. We, we do this every day. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we figure out, Hey, who's more likely to win. And yeah. just like this, we figure it out. And over the course of the season, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Guys get on board. After one year, you could say, Hey, these idiots got lucky, but four years in now we are a source of income, baby. Look, we're way over 500 on our locks. We give you all that for free on the SGPN app. Download that. You'll get our podcasts, our articles, our contest, we give away thousands of dollars. Uh, 
you know, each contest for each sport. So download that thing. And uh, yeah, look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. All I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Download that SGPN app and uh, it's free and uh, leave us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot of that review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D tag me or, or send it, DM me, whatever the fuck, send me that review. And I will send you a college football experience t-shirt. It will go great with your tailgating parties in Bloomington. All right. I'm telling you your chances of go get catching some ass go up drastically. So, uh, what did I say before with my made up word dramatically? Dramatically. I, I need to get that in the, in the urban in dictionary the or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, at the Colby D give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow and make sure you follow the college football experience on Twitter at T C E on S G P N and sports Gambling podcast network is on Twitter at DSGP network. Give them a follow. Follow everybody. All right. <laughs> That's pretty much what I feel like. I'm. There's only so many things. That was that five follows right there. And then uh, check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, as well. All right. This is the college football experience, Indiana Hoosier style. Sorry to say it, hammer the under. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.